You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. Welcome back to Behind the Podcast. I'm joined this week by Zana Murphy, head of production at DM Podcast, and my business partner. Hello, it's good to be here. We're doing a long-awaited uh, breakdown of a new road release uh, from a couple of weeks ago, and also uh, Julian is uh, still picking up the pieces, I believe, from his birthday on the weekend, the big birthday. Yes, I hear he had a, a bit too much fun, so yeah. still stuck in bed. Uh, look, I think there was something going on at the party. I don't want to blame it on the glorious pork, pulled pork that was there, but I went down. I was down till yesterday, and Jules is still down. So, um, you know, to the to the king with the crown, you get the spoils. Hopefully I can uh, fill his big shoes. Oh, you've done it before. You can do it again. All right, let's jump into some podcast news. I think we've got to start with the story of uh, local man, Sydney man. Mario. Yes. <laughs> the headline was Sydney man tries to break record for continuous podcasting. And guess what? He did it. New Guinness World Record. Yeah. Ah, Mario. So Mario, I'm going to say Beckers of Croatian background, so I'm, I'm guessing here. Um, do have some Slavic friends, but yeah, look, I'm sorry if I've got that wrong. He succeeded in breaking the Guinness World Record for the longest audio-only live stream. Previous record being 53 hours and one minute. He did it. Yep, and on May 1. Another two hours and 20 minutes. So he did 55 hours and 25 minutes. That is a long haul. How the... I mean, we just had a little bit on before. It was like heavy accent. Yeah, uh, who listened to that? Who listened to the whole thing? Fifty-five hours. That's a that's a lot. That's, that's an epic. Epic. <laughs> so Mario is a presenter on community radio station Alive ninety point five. Check it out if you can get it. And he's also the host of podcast Life the Battlefield. Now there's a little trend here. I mean, that title might give it away. He's um, Mario is also familiar with the grueling impacts of extending periods without sleep. Why? Well, he was a specialist in interrogation intelligence dating back to his time in the military during a Croatian War of Independence. So he might just be familiar with some of the dark arts in mm. there in terms of the limits of human uh, endurance and mental capacity. <laughs> oh, using his powers for good, I guess, but he must have done some bad things, man. Yeah, <laughs> he has he has the ability to not sleep for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and still perform. Mm. Mm. So sleep deprived. He's now a successful businessman. He applies his experience in military intelligence and domestic affairs with his company Insight Intelligence and also found the time to author several books. I feel like he might be a good guest on I Spied. He would be. He yeah. would be. I, I don't think I want to uh, listen to all 55 hours and 25 minutes as research to find out what he talked about. But um, maybe we can uh, put it into one of these... Tran- these Transcribe. And then get a summary. These yeah. AI apps and get a quick summary of it. That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me five bullet points from this. My God. Uh, Mario took to podcasting during a lockdown. He built his own studio called Secret Location at home. And he said he wanted to set an example, live life to the fullest, and inspire people to believe in their abilities. Fantastic. Isn't that brilliant? I mean, that's a real feel-good story. Well, you should definitely get him on Icebite. Yes, yeah. Maybe not in studio, though. I'm not sure <laughs> if I need to meet Mario. All right. Well, in other news. Over in the US, there's been a bit of a bombshell with the WGA, the 
Writers Guild of America. Writers Guild of America uh, on strike. Yeah. So this could be ginormous for basically all creative things coming out of the US because it will all just pause and stop. Uh, this happened a couple of years ago. Uh, 2007, 2008. It yeah. ran for 100 days. It was You had a lot of nerdy writers out picketing outside TV studios, but a crippled late night TV. And it all, it crippled like TV and film for a while, like yeah, because all content stopped. If you look at things like Breaking Bad, the first season's only seven episodes, which is a random mm. number, and that's because it happened during the writer strike. They just had to pull the pin and just wrap up the season. Yeah. So I mean, this could be good for Aussie content creators, um, but it might also. And Netflix though says they've got twelve months worth of content, content uh, there. So unless it drags out for 12 months, um, we won't be seeing the American version of Money Heist or something like that or Squid Game. <laughs> but you're right, this has a massive impact. Writers used to get residual rights and now with streaming, it's all gone. Something like a show like Seinfeld would go into syndication and the writers, creators would get these incredible rivers of gold just in perpetuity. Um, that's all gone because once it's on a streamer, it's yeah, it's, sort of, it's, it's there. They now just do like a one-off fee and you don't get that sort of, it doesn't matter how many people listen to it. It's, it's just a one-off fee and you don't get that little drip feed yeah, uh, that's of right. income anymore. And a big issue is that there's no data given out by these streamers. Like well, none of us know how these shows go. Every once in a while Netflix goes, oh, this is our biggest show ever. And it's like, cool, compared to what? How do we know? It's all a bit of a dark art. Well, yeah, well, they keep that private, don't they? Yeah, so no one really knows with any of the streaming stuff. So then there can be no performance bonus. Um, to, to give you an idea, something like with the movies, a bigger example of this was the Scarlett Johansson movie that they released during the pandemic. It was supposed to, she was supposed to get a cut of the box office when it went to theatres but they put it straight out to streaming. So she just lost that entire revenue Yeah, which stream. meant the box office went was nothing. Well, the, all the cinemas were closed, but then there was just nothing more for her to... Yeah, so she ended up suing uh, Marvel and getting a lot of money mm. in the settlement. So this is the sort of thing, there is no upside once you write something. Now, how does this impact podcasters? We don't actually know, but given the incre- increasing interaction between podcasting and greater Hollywood, what will this strike mean? It seems a bit grey. It's quite likely to affect some of those more the high level narrative podcasts out there because I think those writers definitely do cross over. Yeah. Um, we do know that I think Spotify must be outside of it because I think they're not going to be affected. So that is like Gimlet, The Ringer, podca- uh, podcasts, they're all not a part of yeah, they all unionised internally yeah. um, over the last couple of years, so that means they sit outside of this. So, like, they're in a different union, so uh, Writers Guild doesn't affect what they're doing. There's an article in Vulture by Nick Kwa, and he does say he spoke to a WGA spokesperson, and they said, um, writers can't write fiction podcasts under any minimum basic agreement MBA signatory. So that's before any minimum basic agreement signatory. Now, in th- at this point... That looks like it only affects a dozen writers, but I mean yeah, they're probably big writers. Yeah, yeah. But look, and more to come. I think everyone's exactly. just working this out, and podcasting is definitely not the forefront of what they're fighting over here. But it's definitely might uh, be a casualty off to the side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom. A little bit of Spotify news. They um, Spotify for podcasting is rolling out the company's monetization programs, which is automated ads and ambassador ads to more countries. So part of its closed beta, the company is going to reach out to select podcasters in the UK and Australia. Ooh, exciting. To invite them to take part. Stay tuned. We haven't heard anything yet. No. So automated ads and or ambassador ads. I assume that just means host read ads. Spotify yeah. trying to like 
Trends yeah. and naming of things. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so, the, look, there is some eligibility on the website. It means you have to have 100 u- unique listeners on Spotify in the last 60 days have published at least one episode in the last 60 days. We had a quick check on our Spotify account. There's nothing... Nothing there. Yeah, we haven't heard from them directly yet. So we, no we're, we're No love. Our phones are open, waiting for that call. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know Prithi's away. It might be her purview. But, yeah, I mean, I we'll believe the Spotify podcast team has a bit of time on their hands. So mm, we're here mm. if you need us. Um, and so, if anyone get hears from them, give us a buzz. How I, do you make money off these ambassador ads? They had a very useful list here. Let me read it out to yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is great. You will make money. How will you make money? How, the amount of money, how much will you make? Yeah, so you'll make money depending on how many episodes you have, mm. how often you publish new episodes, Interesting. how many listeners you get, uh-huh. and if you've reached the monthly limit of ambassador ad impressions. Um, how to so suck an absolutely egg. no information there. So you will make money if you release episodes. And it'll depend on how many, how often you're doing it. Yeah. So it's really just the third one, how many listeners you get. Yeah. Let's be honest here. The other stuff's complete <laughs> bullshit. It's so like, they're not really telling us anything about how, how much money they will be. No, uh, how about you tell us your ad rates? Yeah. Uh, something useful <laughs> like that. So look, it's something, hopefully, but right now it's nothing. So again, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, more to come. <laughs> A recent PodScience report, it had one interesting bit of data really in there. It's about podcast ads. So conversion rates for ads about mobile apps, installs rose by sharply by 44% over the last three months. So, I mean, I guess the, the sign there is that if you're advertising an app, say Calm app or something like that, podcasting is a really effective way to actually drive signups. Well, it makes sense because you're obviously you're listening to your podcast on your on your phone, mobile. on your mobile. So it's a very easy just, oh, let me just search that app. Potentially the link's already in the show notes. So you're just clicking on a link and you're straight there as opposed to watching a like on a newspaper or anywhere else where you've then got to pick up your phone, search for it. Yeah, very, yeah, very true. I mean, calls to action have always struggled on podcasting. So this is a fantastic news to go up by 44% because the average ad conversion rate has only gone up um, by 5% over the same period. So a 44% increase it's for huge. mobile apps is great. So look, if you've got mobile apps, get in there. Um, and we have talked previously about Bumble doing really well in terms of uh, podcast advertising working for them. So I think you're right. It just makes complete sense. You're already on a device. You just click on the link and off you go. You straight down. And iHeartMedia, we talked last week about the recent Spotify reports and said there's going to be more of these publicly listed um, podcast organizations doing their reports. And iHeartMedia has come out with their results for the first quarter of this year. Uh, podcast revenue is at $77 million, which is up 12%, and it represents 9.4% of the company's total revenue. Share price is holding steady on the back of this news. Um, it's down 56% over the last six months. Ouch. So, yeah. And look, overall... The, for quarter one, the revenue for the entire iHeartMedia group was down 3.8%. So podcasting lifting, radio going backwards, not oh, too much of a shock. Not an unsurprise there. Yeah. yeah. You know, get on the podcast train. We did want to talk about this great new release from Rode. Yeah, look, it was a couple of weeks ago now, so I feel like we're a little bit behind, but we can jump in and uh, talk about what they announced at the NAB conference, which is a big sort of sort of originally broadcast TV conference that happens in Vegas every year. Everything from uh, OB vans to helicopters to the latest camera gear, but Rode were there and they had, I think, their biggest ever announcement. It was like nine separate things all at one time. Based on what you're saying, I'm surprised we haven't 
found an excuse to go to something like that. I know, we probably should like next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff um, podcast moving off, let's go there. So it was look, not all related to podcasts. There was a couple of wireless mics that they they released a new one like that's called a wireless me, which is just a little wireless mic that's super handy for sort of doing video. So it has like one wireless mic and uh, on the receiver also has a mic. So when attached to the camera, you can sort of talk into the mic and as you're recording somebody, which is super useful. There's, I think, I think there's a firmware update to the wireless Go 2, which is an existing wireless mic that has two receiver, uh, two transmitters, I should say. So that can be handy. Interesting. For- hey, just a little bit, bit of background on Rode. I mean, they're an Aussie mm. company that's done fantastically well around the world. Yeah, so they started in Melbourne, I think, and have grown to be one of the biggest players, I think, in the podcasting space and the streaming space. All our gears rode in terms mm-hmm. of every single microphone we've got, whether it's um, in studio or ones that we use outside of studio when we travel is rode. Mm-hmm. So we're all in. We um, are. They've um, supplied gear to some of our podcasters. Yeah, generally a great, great organization. Yeah, and I think they've been uh, leaders in like particularly the so the Rodecaster was uh, when it came out was a bit of a game changer in the podcasting space. Just it simplified that audio recording. So what is a roadcaster? So the roadcaster is the a desk unit that you can plug a bunch of mics into and a bunch of other stuff, some headphones and computers, just to be able to record all the different channels. And it obviously keeps them all separate, so you can then manipulate them all later. It's got a bunch of processing, so you can uh, audio processing built into it just to help with background sounds and uh, compressions and things like that. We're yeah. using one right now. That's right. So it's like the size of a small laptop. Um, if you've seen one, it's got a bunch of sliding up and down things. So Lots of nice colours, so it looks pretty. Yeah, it does. It does. It all sort of looks like Kanye, one of Kanye's 808s as well. So you can have pre-recorded sounds in there as well. Yeah, a bunch of pads. Yeah, you sort of play them and go, oh, he want the laugh sound, boom, or the gong, or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. You can do mm-hmm. that. And then you can also plug in things like a phone something through a headphone jack so if you want to call in a guest you can actually have them call in so there's some cool it's very good functionality yeah so they so we've still got the Procaster um, but they recently released a Procaster 2 which was a big update it allowed two computers to be attached to at once as opposed to just one which means you can both record and also have another computer being like Zoom or Riverside or something like that or any other sound source that you want it to be and it's a little bit more flexible where you can assign any audio channel to any one of the faders. So you can set it up exactly how you want it to be set up as opposed to uh, the older version, which was just mic one went into slider one. Cool. So I think there's a new firmware update uh, that's coming for the Procaster 2, which will give it a little bit more functionality, including allowing uh, wireless their wireless mic range to be connected, um, which will just give you more inputs to the existing Rodecaster Pro. Oh, cool. We've got those wireless mics and have never used them. We don't use them often. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be a great addition. So you could then, uh, particularly for video setups, if you don't want a big mic in front of somebody, set up wireless mics uh, and they'll automatically just wirelessly connect to the Procaster 2. Oh, that's very cool. I think they're also introducing a bag which will fit the Procaster plus a couple of mics plus the stands and things like that for those people who are out and about. Oh, like a travel pack. A travel pack, yeah. fantastic, yeah. I know when we've attempted to do it in the past, there's uh, huge bags that nothing really fits and uh, (laughs) it's always a bit of a struggle. So that'd be handy. But uh, the really interesting ones, particularly for the smaller podcasters out there, is they released a... A smaller version of the Rodecaster Pro 2, which they're calling the Rodecaster Duo. Hmm. So the 
Pro 2 has four mic inputs, but this one only has two XLR mic inputs. It still has the two USB inputs, so you can attach two computers. I think it also has a TRRS jack on the front, so that means you can have both headphones and microphone all coming through the TRRS. So that means potentially up to four mics, so there are four faders on the front, uh, and then it's still got some of those pads on the side. I think it's six pads as opposed to the eight pads on the Procaster 2. So I think this would be perfect for those smaller podcasters out there. So if you're not having four guests, you're usually only like one or two of you, or you do a lot of stuff via Riverside or Zoom or phone, call even. phone calls, you can handle all of that. Form factor is a lot, lot smaller, much more targeted at sort of small individual podcasts. And so you're not this large desk that has too many faders that you don't want to use. Mm. It's really targeted. And even a bigger podcast like the one we're starting to work with is Sit With Us um, with Dominella. They went over to LA and they did a few podcasts from there. It would be perfect for that. would have been great when we went to Vegas. <laughs> I was, my bag was already overweight from that stupid thing I bought from Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah anyway. Yeah. Good, good to hear. Um, so that, I think, could be super exciting for a lot of the smaller players out there. And a great addition they've also added is a new mic, the Rode Pod mic. So a lot of people use Rode Pod mics. We've actually got the Procasters that we're talking on the moment, but we do have uh, the Rode Pod mic as a travel mic that so we use. So they're the same as this, but just a lot Just a little smaller. smaller. They're really great mic, and you'll see them in lots of uh, video podcasts. Yeah, if you podcasts. watch something like a Hello Sport podcast. Yeah, they use them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've released a new one, which is both XLR and USB. So just gives it a lot more functionality. So it's the same podcast functionality by XLR as the existing one, but then there's also a USB port on the back, a headphone port and a volume port. So you can plug this straight into your computer and just use it just to for your Zoom call or your anything like that. You could, I guess, technically plug it into an iPhone and have like just an iPhone, this and do a video podcast just from your iPhone. Right, so if you were doing like the Riverside app, yeah, which a lot of people use, you could plug it in. Straight into your computer and use it for the Riverside app, so you Damn. get great audio quality for that. So we'll be getting a couple of those, I imagine. Uh, probably, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, that's better than the USB ones that we've been using. Yeah, much better. Um, and just much more adaptable, so. Okay, look. So I think they're pretty exciting. Another interesting one, which uh, not so much for podcasters but definitely for those sort of solo creators out there is the Rode Streamer X which is smaller form factor again than the uh, Rodecaster Duo but has the addition of video input so one XLR input actually it's a XLR and uh, TRS input like these little combined ones so you can both plug a mic or like a some other audio device but then it has an HDMI input and output so you can record your computer screen or some other video input great for those streamers out there or sort of single content creators who just by themselves so that's interesting to have a look at too fantastic look that sounds like an enormous product release Mm. looks like there's something in there for everyone hopefully big or small all right and look last thing um got a podcast recommendation for you guys um it's the mug off most recent episode of The Mug Off, which is one of our stalwart podcasts, features another one of our podcasters. So sorry for the absolutely shameless plug here. Self-promotion. But, but it is with Russell Manser. Now, Russell Manser has a great podcast to stick up, and Russell went as a guest on The Mug Off. And The Mug Off, if you haven't listened to it, is pretty dank uh, Sydney-based comedians. And Russell's podcast is a little bit more serious conversations about 
some of the amazing things that's happened in his life. Very eventful and quite serious. So to hear Russell cutting loose with three comedians... It was a match made in heaven. It, it really is. Uh, if you haven't heard either podcast, highly recommend going and checking out this one. And I think it might make you understand why both these podcasts are quite successful. It was great. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> I've had about five, six people just go, oh my God, have you heard this? So yeah, definitely check it out if you can. Oh, look, that wraps it up for the week. Get well, big sexy. Hope you're feeling better. See you all. Hooroo.